0: Today, on The Terrible Warriors, we venture closer to Old Davokar, the forest planted over the ruins of Simbarum. as we continue playing in our ongoing campaign. If you haven't listened to the first five chapters following the Fathiel siblings and their witch guide, you should go back, give them a listen. Bordering the forest of Davokar is the fortune hunter's haven of Thistlehold. Founded by Lassifor Nightpitch, it is presented as a safe haven for those who would venture ever deeper into the Dark Forest. But looks, as is so often in these parts, can be deceiving. This chapter covers content from Act 1 of the Wrath of the Warden campaign, which is the first chronicle of the sprawling Throne of Thorns campaign by Free League. Of course, if you plan on running this game, then spoilers become inspiration. And you can't run the game without the core book, which is why we've partnered with Free League to give away a free copy of Simbaroom every month during this campaign. Visit terriblewarriors.com or check the show notes for a link to the raffle, where you can enter in for a code to your very own digital copy of this game. This campaign is made possible by listeners just like you, who have decided to support us through patreon at patreon.com slash terrible warriors listeners like hadoovadoo josh hastings grass dragon Ajuan, and vlad kuroneko find out how you can become a supporter and receive advanced episodes of our simbaroom campaign at patreon.com slash terrible warriors now let us travel to within the walls of thistlehold Where forces of darkness are already underway, and we shouldn't keep them waiting, and return to the Fathiel siblings, six months after their journey to the Titan Mountains. I wonder how they're doing. This is part six, Tension in Thistlehold. Simbarum, the ancient empire that fell and disappeared a thousand years ago. Hidden beneath the roots of old Davokar, the forest. On the edge of that forest, just a little bit south and north of Yandaros, the queen city of Ambria, is Thistlehold. Before Thistlehold, it was a fortification for the barbarians, the Jezerai they were destroyed by the Queen's forces and for years the only thing that remained of that fort was the bronze well of the old Simbarian ruin that that fort was built upon this place has history you see and eight years ago after an adventurer heard the call from the Queen that her mother was ill and anyone who could help her would be rewarded greatly arrived out of the forest of Davokar with a witch by his side and an armful of twilight thistle. And as the story goes, that thistle was used to help the queen's mother. And in response, this adventurer didn't take any money as reward or treasure. No, he wanted a title, to be declared the prince of the realm and to be allowed to create Thistlehold on the site of that old barbarian fort. Ever since then, Mayor Lassifor Nightpitch has looked over the construction and the order of Thistlehold, a safe haven for adventurers and fortune hunters, for expeditions, for the researchers of the Ordo Magici, for the missionaries of the Sun Church of Prios, for all of the people in Ambria, who look to Davokar as a place of fortune and escape. Because there are just enough stories of those who have made it rich that you can ignore the countless more where they never made it out at all. Everyone thinks they're going to be the next Night Pitch. Everyone thinks they're going to be the next adventurer to emerge from that forest with an armful of treasure. Are you going to be the next one? In the center of Thistlehold is the Antique Plaza. This is the place where if you travel through that north gate and enter Thistlehold with an armful of treasure, you go to the Antique Plaza. You get it appraised, you get it approved, you make sure it's not corrupted, and then you can sell it. Most days, the antique plaza is empty. It's a place where those who are a little hungover from last night in the inn are still nursing their drink or nursing their headache. And every now and then, a group of adventurers will travel through that north gate and the antique plaza will come alive with market stalls and hucksters selling things both real and fake, both safe and corrupted sometimes. In the center of the antique plaza is that bronze well. This remnant of a Symbarian ruin that was the center of this old barbarian fort that is now the center of commerce in Thistlehold. And it is there, at that well, that we meet two familiar faces. Two siblings that we last saw leaving from the Titan Mountain, full of hope of the promised land, full of hope of finding their parents, full of hope that it would be better than what they had left behind. Several months have passed since we last saw them on that mountain range. And the thing about embria is that promise isn't exactly always realized. Isn't that true? Welcome back, Alindra and Yandra May. And welcome back, Sean and Ainsley. Hello. Hello. Where do we find you? Well, we we find you in the Antique Plaza by the Bronze Well, but how do we find you? How has these last few months been for you? It hasn't been easy, has it? No. (laughs) No, it has not.
1: (laughs) Most certainly not. Things got darker here.
0: (laughs) What's going through Elendra's mind as you're walking to meet up with your brother at the Bronze Well as you do most mornings now? As you head from your inn that you've been staying at, the room where you're looking at that bill going, I can only maybe afford another week here. Why are you here in Thistlehold? You were supposed to go to Yandaro's, meet with your mom, and be all happy again, right?
1: That would have been the plan. Elindra hasn't seen May in a week, and they've sort of been having trouble finding the time to see each other as much, it seems. And she's a little annoyed at that. Uh, She's scanning the market stalls as she goes by, looking at the different antiques, uh, trying to catch bits of conversation and, and see what she hears about adventures, about the town, about politics of the time, while she scans the crowd for her brother and his garish sunrobes. And the kind of
0: crowd here is you've got some uh, um, morning working goblins who've been cleaning the streets and they're shuffling off to head back to Carabidoc. You've got a few thief street urchins that are probably picking a pocket. You've got a market stall. This isn't a market day. So you've got someone who's just opened up a stall. He's probably selling something fake. Trying to convince a noble woman that this is a authentic Simbarian doll and it shows this like very macabre uh, doll. uh, It looks like the the, the head's been replaced with a snake and it's been like disemboweled and it's all very a lot of stuff that comes out of, of Simbar has that macabre gothic weird violent imagery about it and maybe that has something to say about those final days of Zimbarian uh, culture but this marketer is trying to convince this woman and she's like oh it doesn't seem real it looks a little shiny are you sure this is a thousand years old a thousand years if I say so i cut my own throat uh, that's a throwback to the cut me own throat dibbler from Discworld uh, I, I like to think that he would absolutely set up here in the antique plaza and try and just sell dragon detectors and other nonsense that aren't real. And how about you, Yandrome? When you crossed over the Titans and you looked down on that promised land of Ambria with Davilcar far off in the distance, but it was Yandaros that you were aiming for, and, you know, the light of Prios was going to guide you, and here you are.
2: What happened? Well, the light of Prios has guided me, but unfortunately the light of my parents seems to have vanished. Uh, They are nowhere to be found. And frankly, they seem to have given up on me a while ago anyway. So I've been following the light of Prios stronger and stronger, and especially since it seems to be the only thing to my mind holding these abominations at bay, now that I know what they can do. So I've been diving deeper and deeper into the church and been less and less helpful to my poor sister in her quest to find our parents mm.
0: and you hear stories of adventurers and the nightmares they find in Davokar, the things that have happened the people that never return you've heard of the barbaric practices of the witches and of, uh, of, of rumors of clans that have merged themselves with corruption and darkness and twist their bodies into monstrosities and all of this wild chaos just outside the palisade walls of of Sisselhold, And the only thing holding it all together is the order that Prios provides, right?
2: Correct. Civilization is the only thing keeping this darkness at bay. And, well, who are we if we don't keep striving for more?
0: And Elendra, you see this wholesale ransacking of this forest, these artifacts being brought back, these tales of prophecies. You see the way the goblins are treated, and the way they, you know, they reach the age of 30, so they head out into the forest to go die, because they're old now. You see the way the ogres are moved around, um, the way the barbarians are treated, uh, especially the witches that are not all welcome inside the palisade walls of Thistlehold. The way Even adventurers and fortune hunters who have to go in have to purchase a license to be able to afford to even walk into the forest or else be arrested and fined by the rangers. And all the while, anyone who gets even a little bit sick is sent over to the Sun Church and then is never seen again except for those black caravans that head out the south door with the black cloaks and are never returned. So there's this... Even in Thistlehold, like the rest of Ambria and this so-called promised land, it's all built on a promise that might not be real. I don't want to say it's all built on a lie, but there's, there's a truth that everyone has just chosen to believe into. And as you... How have you spent your time in Thistlehold? And, and, and just to fill in the gaps here, we decided when you arrived in Yundaros... What had happened to your parents is there's a record, there's a piece of paper that registers them as financiers in helping to build Thistlehold. Because when Night Pitch was made Prince of the Realm, that was great, he was going to get Thistlehold, but how did they afford to build it? Who did they hire? The artisans and the... You know, people who did the construction, protection, all of that, right? They needed noble families to rally behind it. And you have a number of noble families that are in Thistlehold. A few of them probably don't have very kind feelings about the queen and are here to find ways to <laughs> let her be the queen anymore, right? It's a very Game of thrones feel here. And your family, the Fathiels, are on that registry as someone who was supposed to show up and finance, and so much so that uh, there was, like, reciprocal payments that was going to be made, like, an in, in, in investment. Like, if you pay into this, you'll get return a decade later. And it mm-hmm. has been. It's been eight years since the founding of Thistlehold. So there in Yandaros, uh, you remember this scene of, like, this bureaucrat at a table at a refugee camp. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's Fatio, Al, Wow, it looks like you've got a little bit of a stipend put aside by the Queen and two rings uh, to get you entry. uh, Because only people with copper, silver, and gold rings are allowed to walk through the gates of Thistlehold without paying a toll. And, well, they were set aside for your parents. That's why there's two. But it looks like no one ever picked them up. So whether your parents even made it to Thistlehold, we don't know. But they were supposed to. So that's something. It's very weak. But that's all you've had this whole time. And maybe you're rubbing that ring on your finger, this ring that is supposed to be worn by your mother. And you're staying in an inn under your name. Are you staying under your name or are you staying under your mother's name?
1: I'm just staying under her
0: mother's name. So you're playing with fire here. You're hoping that someone reaches out. Like you're, you're stealing her identity here to try and pull something out. And now, meanwhile, Yandrame, you're wearing the ring that your father's supposed to be wearing. And you haven't thought about much of that
2: since, have you? (laughs) No, he, I, decreasingly so. Like maybe a little bit, there was a little pang, but honestly, he hadn't seen them for years before all of this. He's been in the church the whole time. He has not really had a lot of contact with them. So it's, he's kind of like, oh, well, they're disappointing me again.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
2: <laughs> so he's just, you know, what the church—the church is, church is going to take care of him. It, it always has so far, and uh, he's, he seems to be more keen than ever on reciprocating that relationship.
0: While you're waiting for your sister to arrive in the antique plaza, um, there's another thing happening here in uh, Thistlehold. Uh, there's this heretic, goes by the name of Servola. He's got different ideas about Prios than you do. He follows the teachings of Prios before Prios was declared the one God, when there was still a pantheon uh, before the Dark Lords, before the, the Great War, 20 or so odd years ago. Cervola believes that Prios is a god of warmth and kindness, generosity, healing, uh, a charitable God,, a, you know, a god of warmth and generosity, and has set up a mission uh, just south of the antique plaza where he sees anyone anyone believers unbelievers corrupted uncorrupted anyone who needs help can get help and speak with servola you know he, he meets and he sits on a chair and people can stand in line and in fact sometimes the lineup goes so long it reaches into the antique plaza and, and there's early in the morning yeah there's that lineup of parishioners and people who just want to talk and meet with servola for any number of reasons and uh yeah, that's just kind of there that you're noticing when you see your sister come around into the uh, into the plaza, watching that merchant trying to sell the uh, the fake Simbarian doll to the noblewoman, as uh, a uh, a nearby th- street urchin is looking at whose pocket they're gonna pick, while uh, goblins are still sweeping up the you know the ground before they uh, they head back to Carabidoc. Uh
2: Yandra May just has a a sigh and a sort of a wistful smile in the direction of these. Th- Foolish heretics. They mean well, but come on. (laughs) So he's just
0: shaking his head and continues on his journey. Yeah, what's interesting is the church has declared Servala heretic, but Thistlehold has rules that anyone who has gained entry to Thistlehold is given the protection of Thistlehold. So as long as they are allowed to remain here under permission by Nightpitch... You're not allowed to take any overt action because everyone in Thistlehold is protected by the laws of this place. So the church can't do anything about Cervola overtly or else they would be the one in the wrong. So it's a bit of a religious cold war <laughs> happening between them. <laughs> um, and Ned Pitch, for whatever reason, has refused to comment on the matter other than to say that Cervola is welcome in Thistlehold. Side. there are conversations that happen what's really fun to pull back the curtain for you my dear listener the GM knows all the answers the book is full of here's what the players know here's what's really going on that the public doesn't know about and as we play I can shadow certain things and it's a book is full of guidance on when to reveal certain bits of information Now we've got a character who happens to be in the church, so he's going to learn a little bit more a little bit earlier than the rest. We've got someone who's a privileged background in the form of Yanderme. We're missing our witch. Our barbarian witch today. He's a little late, isn't he? You two split up after Yandaros. You haven't seen him since. If he was around as a GM, I would have a lot more interesting insight to offer to him. But for now, that information is occluded from you. Uh, Verd. Dropped you off at the refugee camp, wiped his hands clean and go, now you are among your people. I will go off to remove the people of Ambria from these lands. And he just walked off. And uh, his his job was done to escort you to the Titans. And he headed away. And you haven't seen him since. And it's been months now. You know, he was just your escort. Someone who had a connection to your family tangentially, but he had made a promise. And now that promise was fulfilled. You were safely brought to Ambria job well done and he just
1: left <laughs> oh veird
2: oh weird. he was a character wasn't he <laughs> i wonder if we'll ever see him again was.
1: who knows is <laughs> that the topic of conversation <laughs> today
0: we? at the Bronzewell?
1: well <laughs> um Ander-may, it's good to see you i'm uh sorry i didn't reach out sooner <laughs>
2: Oh, I hadn't realized it had been so long, dear sister. I uh, was caught up with some business. My apologies.
1: Yes, well, <laughs> I've um, found a few more nobles I hope to approach this week and see if they might have um, contacted our parents at some point in the last
2: years. Is is this an actual lead or just another...
1: Of... of they're all... They're actual leads. They're just...
2: Of course, dear sister. I I spoke in
0: haste. It's been a long week. In particular, you've basically joined up with a noble drinking club. <laughs> uh, there's one character in particular who's written about, um, Caraldo. Uh, Oh, Yes, Caraldo is this older, visibly drunk noble who just sees all the other nobles as a bunch of ass wipes who are all trying to outmaneuver each other for power and he's not interested in power he's just interested in drinking the very best wine and uh, and you're from a family who made wine he 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 doesn't know anything about the state of your parents but he remembers the Fathiel vintage a very fine Albertan vintage and so he's just kind of taking you on as like a granddaughter who but but a granddaughter who's paying for all the drinks and yeah <laughs> you're, you're def- def- definitely being taken out for a lunch here. Um, and then there's uh, Anna Harringall, who is a much stricter noble who uh, is usually found in the Hall of Knights just sitting in an armchair uh, with books in her hand, but doesn't care to talk with anyone. Uh, it's always Corraldo, who's just like, there's my Lendra! I just found a special vintage of three... Year three before the victory. One of the last wines of old Aberator. Someone kept it in a basement over there. Can you believe it? I've already drunken it, but you can have the cork. Uh, so that's that's <laughs> what he's been like. All of that flashes in your mind as you're telling Yandrome. Oh yeah, I'm meeting with nobles to learn more about my family.
1: Well, I have to uh, do something, you know. I, uh, uh, I've got to... Um... I'm sure they're, they must have come in contact with someone in the city. It just wouldn't make sense for their rings to have been here or for their records to be in the logs.
2: I, I suppose I I don't want to say that there's no hope, sister, but how long have we been searching? Well, six months.
1: It just requires a commitment of sorts. How is um, your commitment to Prios going Neanderme? good food at the church it's
2: acceptable I suppose it's
1: less uh,
2: filling than what we had when we first dined here but uh, well as you know we're not as wealthy as we once were
1: we will be once we get um, mother and fathers once we get in touch with them
0: god this is just so awkward and pathetic the two of you um, <laughs> boy, oh boy! <laughs> it's just the two. Like you just don't know how to talk to yeah. each other anymore. Just like you're, like you're such strangers in Thistlehold now. Like you were so close on that mountaintop, and ever since you've arrived in Ambria, every step forward into this promised land has been a step further away from each other. And you're just going through these motions of like, "Well, we're family, I guess." Is <laughs> <laughs> this
1: whole seat is
0: dripping with? <laughs> yep. Who's the person who runs the Witch and Familiar? I'm just uh, looking for his Al, name right now.
1: Al... One second. I have it open.
0: I can oh. see that they're from Clan Zarek. Um, it's Alomar. And...
1: Al- Al- Alamar.
0: Alomar! Alomar! So not from Alomar, but one of those urchins who you were thinking was a pickpocket tugs at your um, at your shirt, Alendra. Uh, uh, Miss Fathiel. Oh. Uh, Are you Miss Fathiel? Yes. Uh, Can I help you? Letter from the witch and familiar. Alamar got this for you. Sent it to you. Here it is. Um. And just before he goes to go to take it, it kind of holds it back. and It's like, and has like a hand out (sighs) for like a tip.
1: You don't have any money you could donate to this cause. Yandrome, do you?
2: Looking at Yandermay's character sheet. Unfortunately, I don't, dear sister. I'm... You, you you might have some like a shilling. Oh yeah yeah, she yeah. does.
1: She's just trying to get him to pay. Uh, <laughs> you've got
2: you've got you've got you've got some yeah. loose with chain. a sigh.
1: She'll pull out a shilling and give it to the. Oh, guy. He
2: has five taller. He's just not spending it on
1: nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.
0: I mean, a, a taller would be like um, a yeah. month's wages for someone like this kid. Uh, an orteg would be like a week's wage. A shilling. A shilling's still pretty cheap. <laughs> and Linda was
1: trying to be cheap. <laughs>
0: kid kind of looks at it and just kind of shrugs uh, and hands it a letter and the letter is sealed with wax but not like uh not with like a symbol it's just it's just like a wax strip so there's no like a, it's not like a ring or anything sealed it's just been dripped with wax and so sealed shut. but on the front it has your name that you've been registered under, uh, Fathiel. We really it's need to It's that. It's Lorelei.
1: Is it, can we do Lorelei, Lorelei. or are you yep. that Lorelei.
0: That's wonderful. So Lorelei, <laughs> Lorelei Fathiel. With an EI, because that's very, yep. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. It's like a flower, an old Alberitan flower that would grow among the vines. And um, in fact, that was uh, the um, Fathiel vintage wine on their labels, would have had uh, your father put like Lorelei flowers as part of like the logo worked it in. Anyway, we'll agree. Lorelai Fathiel. It's the, uh, the envelope. Uh,
1: I don't know what this is. She's going to say to you in me and then tear it open.
0: Written inside in like uh, what looks like a rushed handwriting. My dear Lorelai, meet me with haste at the Fern Tavern in the district northwest of the intersection Yanadars Road in the promenade. My errand is urgent, and of an urgent nature, and best discussed eye to eye. Of you and your friends, I ask only that you take a leap of faith, listen to my proposal. In return, I promise not to disappoint. I and the people I represent have vast resources and are prepared to offer a royal compensation for your services.
1: Endermay, yeah, this is a letter to 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 mother. This is, uh, this was meant for her, not me. And and someone wants to meet with us. Now, I suppose that's why they sent the courier. We we have to go to um. What's the inn? The
0: The Fern Tavern. Fern Tavern. We have to go. And the Fern Tavern is uh, a little north from where you are, towards the Toad Square, towards the North Gate. About halfway between the Antique Plaza and the North Gate, here. Just up the road.
1: Okay. Well, Alinda's not waiting. She's grabbing Yandere May's arm and pulling him after her towards where this <laughs> place is.
2: He rolls his eyes a little bit, but goes along.
0: The Fern Tavern is at the center of a block north of Yanadar's Road, west of the promenade. It is located in the bottom floor of a three-story building, and is just about big enough to house six round tables with four chairs each. The interior decoration is plain. The only items standing out are the bronze candlesticks on the tables that are shaped like meandering snakes with candles in their maws. As the two of you arrive, the door is ajar. Through the crack, you can see a lone figure sitting by a table at the back of the tavern, illuminated by a flickering candle. It's a woman in her thirties, dressed in a simple bone-white wool tunic and a dark brown cloak. She is spending the time waiting, picking her fingernails with a sturdy knife.
2: I don't like the look of this, sister
1: well um they we're reaching out to mothers so how 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 untoward could they be as a person you know our parents were they wouldn't have been involved with anyone
0: no idea what your mother's reputation is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been 11 years yeah.
1: this is what Elindra lies to herself about every night uh mm-hmm. and she's going to push open the door
0: like the only thing you have of your mother's just to remind you and everyone is the very ornate stiletto knife that, that you took from home. That hurt an that abomination you have, <laughs> that you have used sure. to kill an abomination already.
1: Uh that may be so, but you know what? We can lie to ourselves when we're very sad and alone. <laughs> and that's what Alinda's <laughs> been doing for eight years. <laughs> so she's gonna pull Deandrome over to the table and say, Hello, uh, we are the Fathiels and we uh, received your letter today.
0: Wordlessly, she gestures for you to come closer.
2: Yenderme is checking the shadows and corners of the room, like, to see if this is some kind of ambush, or... Yeah, that's a vigilant roll. Okay.
1: Alindra, let's go uh, Ian and steps, Ian,
2: Ian and steps forward. Uh, so ten on the dot, so it's exactly my vigilance score.
0: <gasps> she smiles but you can pick up that she is very nervous. Swaps of, drops of sweat gleam on her forehead despite the tavern being just as chilly as the street outside. Hmm. She gestures for you to have a seat at the table.
1: Linda sits down without any hesitation.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll remain standing. Thank you.
0: She looks up at like the theurge of Prios that you've brought in with you lie, Fathio? Uh,
1: yes, well, um. I. I'm her daughter. I, um. I'm in looking to contact my mother, actually. We have gotten. parted. Uh. Perhaps you would be willing to share why you reached out to her?
0: There's no. there's no time. There's. I. I. I reached out. To her for her skills.
1: Well, I have skills, and so does my brother, and we're actually be very happy to uh, help you in whatever it is you need, as long as you could provide perhaps some information to us.
2: He just like hits her in the arm and just like we should find out what she wants first.
0: There's a darkness in Davokor, and I'm looking for help to to stop to stop what's about to happen your your mother had no love for the dark aspects of Davakar. Well, on that we can at least agree. That, At least the reputation. Well, we... D- there's something... There's something...
1: There's something dangerous in Thistlehold. Like, um... Um... Are, are, are a monster?
2: Besides all the, the
0: adventurers and murderers and... Yes, yes,
1: besides all of that, there's
0: we don't have much time it's, it's maybe less than a week uh, and if we don't stop this hundreds will be dead Thistlehold m- might not even be on this entire town will be doomed
2: down. slow down and tell us what you are talking about I'm
0: the only one who knows she reaches in uh, and, and uh, takes your hand Alindra. I'm the only one who you, knows.
1: Can you elaborate? It would help you if, if you could perhaps share.
0: I, I can't share. say anything more unless she takes her hands away. How much is it going to cost?
1: Alinda's going to reach out and grab her by the wrist. It won't cost anything if you can provide us information on our parents. Oh. Yes.
0: My my organization is, is very connected. They can find you... All of that information, that should all be possible.
1: Okay, well, uh, uh that is... Just...
0: What, what organization
2: is that
1: exactly?
0: And just as you ask that question, you start hearing outside on the street a lone bell starts chiming. The woman raises her head. Eyes go wide, the blood... Strains from her face. Now, none of you have been in this for long, so you might not know what that bell means. In the in the few months you've been here, you haven't heard that bell ring. Bang, 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 bang. The North Gate. And she whispers, as her place,
1: the The "Yeah, the elves." What about
0: the elves? That that's that. Is the alarm bell, the north gate. It hasn't... It hasn't been rung in four years. Something... I can't say anything more unless... You have to go. You have to...
2: Where should we contact you?
0: I'll be... I'll stay right here. I... I just... I can't be seen. It'd be best if I avoid guards and soldiers right now.
1: What's their name? Anadea. Anadea, uh... We'll 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 find you after. Where, uh, when are the, we the
0: supposed bell to? The you, you have to. I'll I'll be right here. I'll stay right here. Just you have to. Just tell me what's going on outside.
1: Oh. Okay.
2: Uh, you stay here, sister. I'll okay. have a look. Just goes to check and like look out the door.
0: You look out, and, like, you hear the bell ringing from the north gate, which is a few blocks north of where you are. And there's a crowd. I mean, this is Thistlehole. Rather than moving away from the north gate, they're all going to Rubberneck, and they're all heading, Hey, that bell hasn't rung in four years. Wonder if we're finally under attack by the barbarians. And they're all just, like, heading north to go have a look-see. And so this tavern is, like, in a underneath the three-story building, so you have to go, like, up a set of stairs and you see the street. I mean, you can hear the bell ringing, but you actually have to head... Head go there. ...to the north gate to see it.
2: Right. So he comes back in, you know, walking very quickly. A whole lot of people are about to get themselves killed if that's a, a bell of an elf attack.
1: Then why would the elves attack you, though? Well,
0: please, you have to make... Just go and make sure, and if the town is... There might still be time. Just ha- tell me what's happening and then I can explain further. Just... You have you have to go now. The bell's ringing. I can't... There's no time. Well, sister,
2: if the town is under attack, then we're obliged to defend it. All
1: right. Elendor's gonna look at the woman. Please don't get yourself killed. You need to... We need this information from you very desperately.
0: I'll be right here in the fern. I'll be safe here in the fern.
1: All right, let's go, Yandome.
0: See that you are. And like there's no one else... Here, this place is. Um, there's, there's, she's alone in this tavern.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I suppose we should head down the street then.
0: Yes, let us. They can walk. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> you head out and you start walking. You're walking with the rest of the flock <laughs> of villagers. Yeah. Who are all heading up to go like check it out, and they're all drawing north. Uh, by the time you get closer to the north gate to the Toad Square. Is where this great big uh, skeleton of a toad looking creature that was brought in by other uh, fortune hunters of Davakar. They've set this up like a statue <laughs> in the Toad Square. And it's this weird, like, dinosaur tadpole looking thing. Um,. So there's people, like, climbing up to it to get a view over the gates. There's people climbing up onto the walls. Others that are arguing with guards to get up into the beacon so they can get the best seats in the house uh, to look down. And all around it, though, by the gate, you hear uh, one of the captains. He's enough of a public figure you recognize him as Captain Marvello. Uh, He's he's the kind of person where if you come back and forth through the gates at any point in the last three months he's probably checked your ring and checked your papers and he's uh, he's ordering people around telling them to push back away from the gates and uh, going like where's the reinforcements how many Queens Rangers can you have and you hear them having it and he's like getting orders trying to organize a response to these bells that are ringing but also dealing with get these civilians away back away make room make room so Yanderme jogs right up to him. And he grabs a, grabs like an underling. It's like, hey, uh, find out where the queen's rangers are. How many do we have? Report back to me in 10 minutes. And he sends that person running. And you just walk your way up yep. through? Straight to the captain.
2: Uh, captain, what's the situation here?
0: Who are you? Yandrome. He looks you up and down like you're, you're, you're wearing like priest, robes, certain, yeah. like priest robes. And he's like, I don't have time for a priest right now. What's going on? The watch in the tower has seen movement in the forest. So he just, he looks down at you. Movement in the forest. Something's coming. Now back away. Do you need help getting these citizens out of here? And he's like, do what you need. And then he says, he finds someone else, another guard who's like not doing anything. And he's like, where are my reinforcements? Now, anyone who wants to get a view of what the bell is looking at, you can... There's lots of rooftops. Some of these, like, the wall is high, but there are buildings that are higher than the wall itself, like the palisade. So you can get up onto the rooftop of buildings. You could look down over the walls. You could see what it is the watch person has seen. You could try and get onto the wall itself. Like, if you get a vantage, you can find out what all the commotion is about. And you're certainly... You're not the only one with this idea. All these other villagers are, like, getting up onto roofs. They're climbing walls. They're getting up on top of the toad. And they're, they're trying to look down and see... What it is, and 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 you're hearing like lots of like oh like people are are, are they're, they're betting what it is of like it's an abomination. It's finally old davakar's woken up. It's coming to destroy us all. All right, this is it. This is happening. Um, it's not the it's not an abomination. It's the elves. It's finally is it the peace is over. We're going to war. It's not the elves. It'll be the barbarians that'll be attacking. People are taking bets now, and like the bookies are out trying to like find out why the bell. First time the bells rung in four years. And it's like, I had money down on five years. And... uh, Uh,
1: While Yandrome is talking to this guard, that's what Alindra's going to do. She's going to be looking for path of least resistance up, probably at the wall, ideally. Yeah, what's your your strength? Oh, my strength. Uh, The
0: strength isn't a real thing. Strong, yeah. Um, Yeah, strong. strong. My strong is... uh, Oh, your strong is very low.
1: Yeah... Yeah, I was thinking this could be. Yep, nope. I, I was thinking there would be like a dex, but there right. isn't really.
0: So you don't you don't have the strong to climb like the other villagers. Yandra may actually. Does. I sure do. Uh, but you, um, if you can tell me how you find a vantage point,
1: Lendra's looking for something to climb. Like she's looking if she can see find a house that might have like a, one of those like lattices that go up the side and like a windowsill she can perch on to look over or a drain pipe she can climb. Um, yeah,
0: all of the climbing is a strong. So that's why I was just saying you're looking around
1: oh and being God. like, okay. uh, that's that's gonna be tough. The nearest house is the door open in the nearest house that seems tall enough. She's gonna start shaking doorknobs <laughs> and looking Give for open a windows. Give me a vigilant
0: roll then. You're keeping an eye out. Three, hey! Oh, oh! So a vigilant, you actually see someone uh, running inside has left a window open, and you're able to get in, run up the stairs, and up onto a up onto like a, a patio on top of one of these buildings. And from there, that deck is just a little bit higher over the roof, and you're able to uh, follow a group of kids who are jumping up onto um, one of the taller roofs of. Uh, what looks to be like an old slaughterhouse that, that is taller than the building. So you're up there with like a group of children, other other street urchins that are looking over Perfect. you know like these are these are like uh, orphans in thistlehold whose parents went off on uh, fortunes and never came back and so like there's all kinds of these kids uh running around thistlehold who have just been abandoned and you're uh you're 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 up there just like in between them uh on your on your on your belly looking over and you see the trees are rustling and moving and something big is coming towards thistlehold what are you, right, Yandrame, are you trying to get a vantage point or are you going to stay down by the captain? Uh, at this and point. Hearing what is yelled down at him by the watch.
2: Yeah, he's going to stay by the captain, I think, because he's trying to see like what's going on, What if he can help okay. with the
0: defense. Elindra, this is what you see. The crashing and creaking coming from the forest edge comes to a silence. And then after everyone just kind of holding their breath, Emerging slowly, lumbering and walking, are two colossi. At least the height of three men. They're like enormous oxen, but with bodies that are made of plant fiber instead of flesh. And they're walking slowly towards Thistlehold. And on their backs, standing, holding rope onto the front of the colossi like reins, are two. Barbarian witches, dressed in felt of multicolors, wearing wooden masks, handmade, painted, covering their faces. The colossi lumber out of the forest and come to a stop 50 paces from the palisade. Down in the square... The captain's been watching the whole thing through a window in the door, and he looks around. And Yandrame, you hear him. It's not an assault, he mutters. And then, the cogs in his brain start moving. He starts looking around. We don't need a guard. We don't need the. Ra- we need a delegation. But This is. We need. We need representatives. We need Mare Night Pitch. There's no time. And he just starts roaring out. He needs an escort of 10 town guards and any companions with the following characteristics. At this point, he's just like looking out to the crowd now. And <laughs> he's looking for anyone who is a scholar who knows the barbarian tongue. a Any any representatives of the Ordo Magica, any representatives of the Sun Church, a, uh, and any prominent representatives of the town uh, of the Umbrian Realm. And, and and he's like he's trying to cover all his bases so that he's not going out and representing this but he needs he needs someone to like each represent all of like the major factions right <laughs> covering his own butt
1: Alindra, upon hearing this is going to scatter back down
0: and he look he, he looks to you elindra uh, and, and he sees you kind of standing in your priestess you'll do uh and <laughs> and no one else in the crowd is like putting their hands up because they're all hearing it's like two colossi witches like no they're happy to watch (laughs) but they're not walking out with the captain to meet mitch this is when you you know the barbarian tongue if you would like to be there in that crowd and volunteer as translator (laughs) (laughs) this would be when you would just walk in you we don't even know how long you've been in thistlehold
3: yeah, I, I feel like he's like about to turn and leave and like maybe the guard like is like, hey, that's a barbarian.
0: He just he points to you, Verd, and goes, you. You speak barbarian? Yeah. Veard, And like two guards just kind of stop in front of you and you just kinda like sigh. Do I see that it's him? At first you just see the back of I, I always imagine Verd was a little shorter than the than the kids, right? You just kind of see this like kind of like a Danny DeVito uh, kind of <laughs> height to him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's
0: really short.
2: I got yeah. really small. <laughs> I just knew that the Amdrayway was abnormally tall, but that's that's better.
0: I mean, it's fine if you, you can correct me if it's different. That was just that was just the image I had. Danny DeVito trash man. Yeah, yeah
3: I, uh, I, I like the idea of a Danny DeVito barbarian. Oh, that's beautiful. Just like trying to get his, go on his way. Like, you just
0: do, you doing the rum ham yeah, ritual. Yes. Rum ham!
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: and so these two guards just kind of step in front of you as the captain goes, you, you speak barbarian? And it's just like clearly
3: like racial profiling <laughs> you out of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, this is uh I, I am barbarian, so yes. I don't speak barbarian. You'll speak for me. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, is there any coin in it? What's, uh, what's in it for me?
2: Hmm. <laughs> because
0: the other way around is it's written here as the players trying to get in on the group. <laughs> oh <delegation>. right? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the other <laughs> side around. The captain looks down Reverse at you.
3: psychology.
0: <laughs> the undying gratitude of the town watch. I don't see a ring on your finger.
3: You know what? Let's just ignore that. And uh, yeah, sure, I'll uh, I'll translate for you.
0: That uh, he's got his ten guards. He's got his representative of the sun. He's got barbary. Meanwhile, uh, Elendra, you're up on the rooftop, and you're seeing—you can hear all of this. Like he's barking it loudly, and you can see him putting together this delegation.
1: Hmm.
0: And uh,
1: and can I see that it's Vered who has been pulled in?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're 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 born of noble birth. You could represent the Ambrian realm.
1: Yeah, especially upon seeing that her brother is, is going for this and then seeing Vaird, she's going to gasp and then she's going to make a run for it back down. <laughs> so no one
0: else is volunteering and then you just <laughs> see coming out of the crowd going, me,
1: me, me. I can do this. I I, I will. I can represent for the no. um, scholarly people. Vaird, oh.
3: where yeah. are you? Yeah, hi. Hey, it's, uh, it's good to, to see you two again. So soon from when we last met, I didn't imagine it would be this soon.
2: Um, I wasn't sure we'd see you ever again. Uh, how goes depopulating Ambria?
3: Oh, don't don't say that out loud. Oh, Jesus. this is a, Oh, this is <laughs> weird. Uh, let's just let's just get on with it. Yeah. Um. Mavalo's got his right. ten
0: guards. He's got his representatives. He. Uh, oh, there's um, an adept of the Ordo Magica. Who's just kind of nearby? He's like writing everything down, like like a journalist, and uh, <laughs> and and he's coming along, and he's um he's got all kinds of like writing utensils all around his belt, like for like different. He needs different pencils for different reasons, uh, and he's 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 sticking to the back, but he's he's coming along, and he's like, all right, this will this will do for now. Have they made any motion? No motion, sir. They're just standing there. They're they're waiting. And like everyone, all the guards on the on the palisade wall are like. There's a nervousness. They're like, "What? What is going on? Two colossi, two witches walking out of the forest." Mm-hmm. Well, no time like the present, eh, Captain? He starts walking. He the doors to hole to the north gate open, and there is the path here from the north gate that goes. From Thistlehold to Davokar, you can see the edge of the Davokar forest. The, the the forest has been cut back from the gate of Thistlehold specifically as like a, you know, it's a term used to just keep so that the fires won't spread and so fire they, break. They keep, yeah, it's a fire break between the Thistlehold and Davokar, and then it's a muddy trail uh lit by torches that go from that path into the forest. And it's from that path that these two Colossi have walked out and they've come exactly halfway and come to a stop. And they're just waiting in the fire break in this open field. These two Colossi just lumbering there. There's a and they've got like bits of wood and shield and cloth that have been strapped around them as like bits of armor. And then there's like this like makeshift uh stand like you would see on like the back of like elephants when like elephants are being ridden Uh, but they're not sitting they're standing on it and they're like surfing on the neck of the colossi that's like hunched a little bit forward and the colossi walk bipedal but they've got like big hands that they walk on their knuckles uh, gorilla style they're just lumbering so they'd be even taller if they were to stand up and those big arms if they were to actually use they would just bring the wall down in one throw like these are intimidating even just the two of them so Mervallo leads the delegation out uh, and walks up to the Colossi. A few paces away, Mervallo turns to Verd. He can kind of understand what's going to be said, but he asks to welcome
1: them to the Embrian realm. Can I ask a quick question? Uh, as Lore Master uh, the novice can use cunning to translate a text or understand what is being said in another human language. Is barbarian a human language? Yes. yes.
0: You you will be able to understand what is being okay. said during this conversation. Great. In fact, you will also be able to understand some of the context of names I'm about to mention. And I'm going to tell you that because I know that you're the lore master here. Perfect. Um, but he turns, Marvello turns to Verd. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's nervous. Like he's not a diplomat, He's he's a captain of the town watch, right? This is usually something that would be left up to like Lassifor for night pitch to handle not not Marvallo uh, welcome them to the Ambrian realm
3: um, okay um he uh looks up readings uh. Brothers, sisters, welcome to Thistleworld. I am Vird, uh, the uh, Gawai tribe. Um, I am speaking for this Ambrian here uh, for the time being. Um, why is it that you have come?
0: And he looks down and like, I just told you to tell them to welcome to the Ambrian realm. No
3: questions. It's it's part of the the welcoming thing. (laughs) It's a cultural thing, sir. Just let me do my job. The male witch
0: on the left colossi nods and responds, I am Kadramon, sent by Yulata, the Huldra of Kovasti. Loremasters would know that the Huldra, one of the closest helpers, bears the same name. Yoletta. So this is one of the top ranking people Mm -hmm. of the center circle of witches. As for why, I propose a counter question. Has the well spoken?
3: Uh, Let me find out. He leans back into the
0: colossi as his compatriot is surveying the crowd and the delegation and looking around.
3: Looking over at this captain, uh, has the well-spoken,
1: do you know what that means? Would Alindra know anything does about that, that? What does that
0: mean? And he, he, he looks away from the class line, looks to the delegation of, like, looking to Yandrame, looking to Alindra, looking to this magic uh, uh, adept. What does that mean? He whispers, like really <laughs> sternly under his breath, "What is that? What is that well? What well? Let's talk about the,
1: the bronze well. It, does it does that speak? Would it, <laughs> I have any knowledge of this <laughs> through loremaster? Or
2: through the church? Like, does the church have any? Nobody has any yeah. idea, right?
0: No, nobody has any idea. Garjaman speaks up again, a lot louder, a lot more sternly. No answer is answer enough." We ask for passage into the town. We fear a potent source of corruption dwells at the heart of Thistlehold. Marvallo, like... Do you, what is he, what is he saying? I, yeah, he, I,
3: I, he, I hear corruption, I understand that. Yeah, he says he needs access to the town to be allowed in to deal with the corruption within Fizzlehold.
0: Pa- passage cannot be expressed without permission of Mayor Nightpitch. Tell them that. Well, we have to get the mayor. We, we we need to have permission granted.
3: Right. Um The witches, uh, we, this, uh, this act can be granted. You just need to wait for us to, uh, get that, um... Time is short. Right, They won't let you in without Mayor Nightpitch uh, giving the say so.
0: And such permission must be granted now.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, not, not possible at this moment. Uh, they're, they're on their way, they're, they're handling it, but it's going to take some time.
0: We will return
3: to the forest
0: edge, and we shall wait. Alright. And, then, and, and the, the two start, they start turning, and Mervallo, who you have not been filling in on this conversation, goes, like, what's happening? Why are they leaving? What have you said? What did you oh, do? I'm
1: just going to whisper a quick translation to him and Yanderme. May. <laughs> because I, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah
0: the colossi both turn and begin to just walk to the forest edge and uh and, and they just disappear to the first line of trees and then you hear the come to a stop
3: alright well there you have it it's a pleasure doing business with you
0: wait Beard. Marvallo <laughs> orders everyone alright back back inside everyone back inside
1: uh as they're heading back just gonna grab Beard's arm <laughs> You need yeah. to speak with us when this is done.
3: Uh, must I?
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Once
0: inside the the gates are slammed shut, Captain leaves a sergeant in command and he just bolts off towards night home for an audience with the mayor and he just leaves he 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 looks like his uh his sergeant in command and just goes, "You're in charge like a back? I got to get to night home." And he just runs uh, off to the mayor. He's like, "Make room, make room." Cuz it's like the it's <laughs>
1: going on. Uh, Elinda's going to drag uh, Veard to the side and sort of give like a head nod to the anime to follow somewhere where they can talk that's sort of out of earshot of anyone too too nosy who Mm -hmm. they don't think should hear Veard you were told you were to deliver us to our parents and our parents are not here and we've been just running around this city like a bunch of fools trying to find them and yeah. um, today, we may have found some information. Well, I don't know. Okay, we found a really crazy lady, and she needs our help. And I think it's related to this thing. So you are going to help us, help this woman, potentially these colossi, so that you can c- fulfill your, your duty to us, okay? Hey, uh...
3: Before
0: you can even respond, Baird, everyone give me a strong roll. Oh,
2: no. Okay. Oh, I... and, is... Any penalties or... Are...
0: Nope, you're just, just, just rolling flags. strong.
1: Oh boy, this is bad.
2: Cock die. All right, let's try Red that again. 20. Uh, yeah, I got a
1: 20. Yeah, One. I got a 1. <laughs> I have a 5. Ooh,
2: yeah. Okay,
0: everyone except Yandrome, because this actually works. Elendra and Verd, the two of you are in an argument. Yandrome, you see the shockwave coming and can cover your ears. Elendra and Verd, you don't notice the shattered glass moving up the street, <laughs> coming towards you before the sound hits you and you hear this clanging. Both of you take 1d4 damage. Oof. Well, I'm you, glad I made that roll.
3: Yeah, are you are you going to roll
0: it? And all of you, even though, even Yanderme, you're all just kind of knocked back right. by the blast.
1: I took one damage. Not and it
0: was coming up from the south. Ah, the direction of the well as the ground just like an earthquake hits and this huge sounding bang and as it moved like the sound of speed uh, speed of sound through Thistlehold like windows are shattering uh, parts of the buildings are being knocked shingles are falling down and people are being blown backwards and onto the ground and the ground is shaking and rocking our and People is. are grabbing their ears and some that are more sensitive children and goblins are like falling down. There's like blood coming out of their ears, burst eardrums and all.
3: Oh my
0: god. What did you roll with your 1D4? I got a one. Right. Me okay, too. So you take one point of damage, nice. one point of damage. That's Ooh. fine.
1: It, so so maybe minutes, at that point right? Yandrome yeah. would
0: just like hit the deck! he just yeah. threw them down. They still get hurt, but they're not as Ugh. hurt as some of the others. Some people are, like, coughing blood after they got hit. Like, this is, like, this shockwave. This is bad.
1: What was... that?
2: I'm gonna make a cunning roll to see if I can put together that that was
0: probably the well speaking. <laughs> I made it too. You made a two. Yep. I mean... I don't think you needed to roll for that. Yeah, but... But just as you start doing that, and you're about to be like, I, I think that was the well speaking And before anyone can respond with no shit, Sherlock, <laughs> the ground starts to rumble again. And this is different. This isn't like a bang. This is more like an earthquake. And then you start hearing this mighty crack. And the ground underneath you is, like, rolling and twisting. And there's cracks forming in the road, and uh, and then you hear this cacophony of bang, rumbles, screams coming up from the town. And closer to you, uh, south, about a block from there, a billowing pillar of dust goes shooting up into the sky. Yandermay grabs
2: Veered by, like, the collar.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think we need to wait for the mayor. We Let's open the gate. It's the direction of the Fern Tavern is where the smoke is
3: rising from. I'm a bar. I cannot open the gate for you. I'm sorry. Nor can I help. Ambrians would have my head for this. But I'll open oh, the gate.
0: You talk to them, Many points like outside. The dust comes at you, and you're like, "We need to open the gate." And then there's just like this pi- this dust wall coming from the south, from the direction of that fir- of the Fern Tavern district, uh, hits you, and there's debris and dirt. And uh, the, the the sky goes dark as you're just in this cloud storm of dust that's come billowing up the road and out, and like this part of Thistlehold is now just covered in this dust cloud, and people are running away from the source, and others are confused, and some are still like ringing their ears trying to figure out what happened from the first boom, and and there's just confusion and chaos all around you.
1: Alindra's going to turn and run straight for the fern tavern and ignore the other two. What are you doing? Alindra! Alindra's oh. running south <laughs> towards the, the the dust
0: cloud. This is her raison d'etre. Yeah. yeah.
1: How do we feel about party splits here? Have I ruined this She boss? knew who
0: your mother was. I mean, <laughs> you'll yeah. okay. probably die if you've split the party. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Vierd, I'm okay with that. Vierd, I'm okay with that. Vierd looks
3: at her and then looks at the gate. And honestly, it's, it's probably safer just to run away from the gate. Uh, and, and follow her. Whatever's that uh, way is not two witches on Colossi uh, like, no, no.
0: who have now seen your face uh, and you identified your name and your clan for some reason. You, hurry,
3: <laughs> yo, I want them to respect me. I was just passing through. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: poor beard. Can, I,
2: can I run past the gate on the way to the direction they're heading? It's literally the other direction. I can't yell to the sergeant. The that north
0: one gate one. is behind you. Um the furnace in front of you
1: yeah, and then further
0: been. down is the bronze well right <sighs> where you where nice.
2: we started today well, to the, to the following, the sister. <laughs>
1: oh, you do love me. <laughs> he does care.
0: <laughs> As you running towards the fern, hundreds of people are running in the opposite direction. All of them are terrified. Many of them are cry- crying. Most of them are covered in dust. Some are limping, applying pressure to wounds. Some are just bleeding from nose and eyes. The destruction is monumental. As you start getting closer, parts of the buildings have... have fallen in on themselves and uh, deeper into the dust you start noticing that there are even fights happening between survivors desperate people climbing over each other trying to get away from this disaster everyone roll vigilant yes nine the fights are not happening between desperate residences struggling to survive the survivors are under attack you couldn't tell through all the dust and the chaos and the vision. They're covered in dust as well, but they're attacking people that are running away. They're leaping onto them. They're cutting into them.
1: Wait, what is attacking them?
0: Something is coming from the dust oh, and is attacking Thistlehold. Told you we should open the gate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. Hey,
0: The Terrible Warriors return every Tuesday with new story episodes playing Simbaroom. And if you would like to know the real origin story behind the founding of Thistlehold, and not that watered-down version that we tell the players. The best way to get started is with your own copy of the Simbroom Core Rules. To help you on that quest, we're offering one lucky listener each month a free digital copy of Simbaroom. For information, check the show notes or visit terriblewarriors.com. And to learn more about Simbroom, visit freeleaguepublishing.com. And if you like this podcast and you want to hear more, tell a friend share this story with everyone you know let them know how cool this sounds and maybe they listened to terrible warriors in the past and they don't know that we're back after our hiatus during the pandemic well let everyone know that you're a terrible warrior and of course we exist only thanks to our continued supporters from our Patreon page at patreon.com slash warriors. If you would like to support us, you will receive a special role on our Discord server to mark you as one of our own. And for the cost of just one Italian hot dog from the street vendor each month, you'll also receive each new story episode from our Symbro campaign one week before everyone else. And I won't include the intros and extras that are also distracting as well. So you also get these like clean feeds on your feed. And for the cost of just a few more hot dogs, you can join our private Tip Club, where I host virtual tabletop games for our Tip Club members every month. Your Terrible Warriors today have been Mitch Wallace, Sean Horbachuk, Ainsley Moores, and me, Justin Eacock. Editing and production is also by myself, and music is licensed through Epidemic Sound. Next week on The Terrible Warriors, Thistle Hole defends itself from invaders from below. But what are they, or who, and what lies beneath?